Hello, and welcome back to Happy Moon Day to you. I <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> I was not ready for that. Nope. <laughs> at all. <laughs> at, not at all. Well, uh, happy Monday to you happy, as well. Happy Monday to you. Today, guys, we're talking about Monday Night Football. We are. Um, are you ready for some football? Are you ready for some football? We're going to learn all about Monday Night Football um, and football in general. Because mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. we don't know a whole lot about it. We don't. Uh, we're going to learn it together mm-hmm. right after this. Are we ready to begin? Good morning! My name is Misty. Come on, Ike, it's time. We would be honored if you would join us. The greatest adventure of all time. Yeah. We just become best friends. Yep! Come on, let's get in character. What are you waiting for, huh? Oh, come on! Well, Misty, when did Monday Night Football start? 1970. Wow. Yep. Before that, uh, you could watch football all day long on Sundays, mm. but um, the football commissioner, Pete Rozelle, wanted to branch out from Sundays for is, a really long time. Is he like Commissioner Gordon? Kind of. Yeah. Huh. Um, but the TV networks kind of like resisted against it. So the original plan was for Friday night football. But they came to realize that slot had been for Friday Night Lights, which is high school football. People would actually leave their houses and go to football games. Yeah, nobody's watching so the So nobody's going to watch it at home. Yeah. So eventually he sold ABC on the idea of Monday Night Football and the National Football League would never be the same. Never be the same. Never. Uh, did you know, I'm just learning this as on the fly here, Monday Night Football set the standard for a premium sports broadcast. What's, Let's uh, find what's out. What's that mean? Today, with more uh, 24-7 sports networks than games, the idea of a highlight show is almost antiquated. However, in 1970, the concept of Howard Cosell doing highlights from Sunday's action during halftime was mind-blowing. Oh. Nine years after Cosell rattled off the highlights, a little company in Bristol, Connecticut called ESPN was started. <laughs> it's not a stretch to say that those two events were linked. Ironically, ABC bought a controlling interest in ESPN in 1996. Amazingly, Roselle, not to be confused with Cosell, mm-hmm. or Rosili, depending on how you pronounce it, had to shop MNF, which stands for Monday Night Football. <laughs> MNF. But why would you MNF football? That would be Monday Night Football football. Yeah. Anyway, around. Mm-hmm. That's like uh, you, you only YOLO once. Anyway... <laughs> CBS and NBC passed skeptical that football during the week could compete with their lineup of the Doris Day show and laugh in. Some comedies. Yeah. Even ABC, then the lowest rated network, initially said no. It wasn't until Roselli secured an offer from the Hughes Sports Network, subsidized by the billionaire Howard Hughes, did ABC relent. Huh. Howard Hughes is the man. Howard Hughes was so weird and so cool. Yeah. He gets what he wants. Yeah. So the deal that ABC signed with the NFL was $8.5 million for the first season. Adjusted for inflation, that shrewd deal would cost $56 million today. Which is interesting because the rights to broadcast the Dodgers, separate sport, totally mm-hmm. get it, but locally around here, like some bars can't get it. Some right. you know, Spectrum bought the rights to the Dodgers right. for $2 billion. Wow. Yeah, for five years. So it's a, a, yeah. 
Sports okay. is a little bigger now. Yeah. Um, so <clears throat> thanks to Americans insatiable appetite for football mm, I just need me some football ESPN renewed their deal in 2011 at 15.2 billion for 8 years of well, Monday Night Football that's a little more like it that comes out to 1.9 billion annually not too sure now who gets that money oh it goes into a whole lot of things right I mean because the owners don't the city pays for the stadiums yep. which is so dumb like if you're a billionaire owner and you want to own a football team, you get and then you just go to a city and you're like build me a stadium, fools, and they're like, okay. Well, I mean, you have to think about all of the money that comes from building one of those stadiums in a city. You're bringing in huge tu- tourism dollars, hotels, restaurants for game days. Like, um, I mean, in our yeah, in our world, um, they released a number the other day that like every concert ticket that's bought creates. It was like $150 for the local economy outside of the concert. Oh, yeah. You know, because of eating. And, you know, you people turn that into an event, an all-day event. Yeah. You know, you go and you have lunch somewhere and you start to pregame. And then you drink more somewhere else for dinner yeah. before you go to the show or the game. And, you know, also, yeah, you, you said it like those arenas are built or stadiums mm-hmm. and in the off season, you can put musical art acts into them or rodeos is a yeah. huge thing. Wow. Um, monster truck rallies, monster truck rallies, the bike racing, like the motorcycle Mo- racing motocross. and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So you're able to actually create more revenue off of them in the off time than you yeah. even do during the you know season. So that's why the city wants to own it because then they don't just have football and it's sitting there empty. But it's not always the city. Yeah. Like there there are definitely are you know sporting arenas and things like that that are owned by other people, but yeah. um you know you have to get you definitely always have to get the city buy-in because the zoning committees and oh yeah you know there's a whole concept of like where you put those arenas yeah you used to put them outside of cities so that the noise wasn't a problem and the traffic now a lot of them are moving into the middle of cities which is a giant clusterfuck yep and if, they, um, if your mama's house is where they want to put a stadium, they're going to bulldoze your grandma's they house. They just don't care. They, uh-uh. like you're, the mm-hmm. house is getting knocked down. It's knocked called eminent domain. It sure it's is. for the greater good of the community, and they're going to take your stuff, so you better take the offer they give you. It's true. <sighs> very true. My grandmother's house was ripped down to put a stadium in. I can tell. You got very passionate about that. I'm sorry, Grandma. Mm-hmm. Um. This one's about the broadcasters on uh, Sunday Night Football, Monday Night Football, and I don't really care. About <laughs> we don't have to talk about them then. No. <laughs> Is it about the Howard Cosell? And Howard Cosell was like the dude back then. Yeah. He was the host with the most. <laughs> it was a big deal. Yeah, I feel like I'm. Uh, I feel like I'm about to say what you just said. I I actually just because I. Yeah, that's exactly what I just That read. is what you just said. So yeah. this list that it had 50 facts about the NFL. Doesn't have 50 it facts. It might have eight. <laughs> like tops. Where are the other facts? Oh, where are the other facts? Oh, <laughs> we read it wrong. 50 years of facts. <laughs> we were like, oh, let's click on that website. It's got 50 facts uh, about Monday Night Football. And here we are halfway through. 
and we need more football facts. You know what? I guess I will do the the newscaster bit then. Okay. I'm interested in the the sportscasters. Okay. It's a precedent view. Uh, Prescient. Prescient. Thank you. View of NFL broadcasters. Let's read together, folks. To set the Monday night football broadcasts apart, Arledge, who knows who that is, doubled the number of cameras. Uh, Oh, that's the guy who started Monday night football. Or the commissioner. Whatever. That offered viewers previously unprecedented angles of all the action. MNFers. MNFers. Produce. That's just maybe not. Like, did they not think that through? MNF. Yeah, MFR? people were slightly more whatever. <laughs> uh, MNF producers also extensively used replay, which had never been used to such a degree. Arledge also added another broadcaster to the booth and made sure his first game featured an all-star lineup. The first announcers of MNF, I'm just going to call it Monday Night Football, yeah. were Keith Jackson, former Cowboys quarterback Don Meredith, and Howard Cosell. Arledge settled on Jackson, remembered today as the voice of the of college football after he passed on uh frank gifford kurt gowdy and vin scully oh vin scully is the announcer for Mm -hmm. was the announcer for the dodgers yeah guilford frank who used to be married to kathy lee Lee from regis and kathy Mm -hmm. who we didn't want to say this but missy and ike is taking over on abc's at nine o'clock in the morning Is it ABC? ABC? I have no idea. It'll be Misty and Ike instead of um, Frank. Because Regis and Kathy Lee then turned into Regis and Kelly that turned into Kelly and Michael Strahan and then he left and then is it now Ryan Seacrest still? Who cares because we're replacing whoever it is and it'll be Misty and Ike. Clearly the new Kelly Ripa right here. Yeah, and I'm (laughs) I'm the new Mikey Strahan. Anyway. I mean the new Ryan Seacrest. I can see that. Ooh. Yeah, I could see that. I have a Ryan Seacrest story, but I think I've told it on this show before. He's a nice guy. He's very nice. We like him. Uh, yep, the rest <laughs> well, of this stuff about the, the broadcasters is... So, tonight's Monday Night Football game is the Buffalo Bills versus the Tennessee Titans. Well, who you got on the game? I don't know anything about football because I have a very short attention span. And I feel what? like <laughs> sitting down to try and watch a football game, it takes so long to accomplish anything. So it's just not my sport of choice. But that being said, and knowing that we're actually recording this super duper in advance, so we don't even know what the records of those two teams are yet. I'm going to go with the Buffalo Bills because Silence of the Lambs. Great. And Buff- I was Buffalo Bill. Is Buffalo, the, he's up, the scary upper, guy. upper New York, Buffalo Bill. Got it. Mm-hmm. And I was born up that way. I'm going yeah. Buffalo myself. All right. All and right. The Titans play in Nashville. Yeah, they do. And, uh, and that's really all I know about them. Yeah, and I think we, that they had the um, the Manning people that were a big deal <laughs> in the footballs. Didn't they play? I was going there the, just because we know Titans? a lot of people in Nashville. I don't know anything about the Titans. Okay. I, think, I, I have a quiz for that, you. Uh, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> well, it's more of like a what okay. do we both think kind of quiz. Okay. Which two teams were featured in the first Monday night football game? I think the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> Did you read that somewhere? No, I, I don't have any. Look at my you screen. Literally. Okay. You got. I, I absolutely. Like, I just picked Cleveland because I feel like they are one of like, I feel and I don't know why, like they're one of the oldest football teams. Okay. And then, and I'm just gonna say the Buffalo Bills again because I don't have any other idea. Very close, New York Jets. 
Holy the crap. Yeah, you got half of it right. I don't even know how that happened. All right, we're going to go until you get one wrong. <laughs> That's not going to be very long. I promise you that. In 2000, the San Francisco 49ers did something that they had not done in 19 seasons on Monday Night Football. What was it? They forfeited a game? They were not on any Monday Night Football game that whole season. They had been. Oh, for 19 years, they had always played at yep. least one Monday Night Football game. Yep. Okay. We got to kill another two minutes, so I'm going to ask. You <laughs> okay. Of the 26 teams in the NFL, when Monday Night Football was first broadcast, which was the last team to appear in a Monday Night game? In other words, like they had gone through. Like, they went through all the other teams. Like, how long did it take one? Which team was last? Yeah. I don't the New England people. No, go go with your gut. Where you normally go. The Kansas City Chiefs. No, damn it. Oh. The Buffalo Bills. Oh. <laughs> I was like, there's no way she's going to Always the Buffalo Bills. There's no way she's going to miss this question. She said Buffalo Bills every time. Dang it. What okay. which NFL place kicker tied an NFL record on November? Nope, nobody cares. Joe Namath. Chris Benoit. Yep, no idea. Hall of Fame quarterback Frank Tarkenton played for which two NFL teams before becoming one of the voices of Monday Night Football in 1997? 1979. The Rams. Minnesota Vikings and New York Giants. <laughs> I have no idea. I'm just yelling out things that pop into my head. You know the answer to this. Okay. In what year did Monday Night Football begin televising a full season of NFL games? 1970. Eight. 1978. 1978. <laughs> in 61, they increased from 12 games to 14 games. Uh, in, in 1986, Monday Night Football went to a two-man announcer booth after 17 years of having three men call the game. Who were those two announcers? We know one of them. Howard Cosell. No, no. Frank Gifford. Yep. And? <laughs> and not Howard it's Cosell. It's the one name that all my friends have the first name of. Alex. Al. Al. Al Michaels. Al Michaels. Al Michaels. (laughs) Of course. One last question. Okay. Got to make it a good one. Nope. Nope. Okay. I don't even know what this question is, but I'm going to ask you anyway. (laughs) No team had ever appeared on ABC's Monday Night Football every season between 1970 and 1999. However, during that stretch... There were two teams that appeared on the show every year except one. One was the Oakland Los Angeles Raiders. Who was the other team to accomplish this amazing feat? The I will also, San Francisco Giants. I will pretend like I didn't hear that. Okay. I will also tell you that they have never won a Super Bowl. I don't. Um, or if they have, it was 100 years ago. Ace Ventura. Miami Dolphins. Okay. I was like, I don't know. You haven't seen Ace Ventura. No, I hate Ace Ventura. I've seen it. I just don't like it. We're not friends we anymore. Are, ju- we have different tastes. Friendship over. We just have different tastes. It's Alrighty fine. Alrighty then. Alrighty then. Well, folks, I uh, hope you're not a sports fan. Because <laughs> that, well, we don't know jack squat. This, when we still, I still don't know any more about football than I did before. No. Except 1970 and Howard Cosell. Yep. That's all. And... Buffalo Bills. And Buffalo Bills. <laughs> when in doubt at trivia night, just guess. And Cleveland Buffalo Browns. Bills. Yep. That's it. We're going to get a lot of thumbs downs on this one. You know, that's okay. Yeah. It's okay. We're not here for the sports people. We're here for the uneducated. 
<laughs> which is us. <laughs> yes. We're here to educate ourselves. Well, that's it. Yep. All right. We'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> okay. That was a very <laughs> abrupt ending. Bye, everybody. Goodbye. <laughs>